Did you know that the Pop Culture Preservation Society depends on support from listeners like you to keep our podcast up and running? We are an independent operation, creating, producing, distributing, and promoting the podcast by ourselves and paying for it out of our own pockets because we love it and we think it's worth it to preserve the well-loved cultural nuggets from our Gen X youth. If you'd like to become a supporter of the PCPS, go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and search for Pop Culture Preservation Society. Our Patreon supporters are like our pit crew, giving us the fuel we need to keep on trucking. And as a Patreon supporter, you'll also get special thank you gifts, like video recordings of our episodes, after-the-episode discussions, invitations to live events over Zoom, and the occasional blooper delivered straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for listening and for being a part of our society. Hi, this is Christopher Atkins. I'm totally naked. Please watch and listen to the Pop Culture Preservation Society. It is a lot of fun. Wink, wink. Hello world, it's a song that we're singing Come on, get happy A whole lot of loving is what we'll be bringing We'll make you happy Welcome to the Pop Culture Preservation Society The podcast for people born in the big wheel generation Who knew they should be a gallant, not a goofus we believe our Gen X childhood gave us unforgettable songs, stories, characters, and images. And if we don't talk about them, they'll disappear, like Marshall, Will, and Holly on a routine expedition. And today, we'll be saving the incredible, surreal, and unreal moments of our night with Christy and Jimmy McNichol, Christopher Atkins, Greg Evigan, Wesley Yur, and Kathy Coleman at the Night of Dreams Teen Idol Dinner. I'm Carolyn. I'm Kristen. And I'm Michelle. And we are your pop culture preservationists. Hello, world, it's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Welcome to this bonus episode of the Pop Culture Preservation Society, the one where we debrief immediately after our teen dream dinner party in Yorba Linda, California on March 12th, 2023. This is not your regular episode, you guys. For one thing, it's recorded on Carolyn's phone in my hotel room. And also, it's pretty much a jumble of our immediate aftershocks. Our thoughts are ping-ponging all over the place, and we sometimes cannot even control our excitement. This is true. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. The adrenaline was running high that evening and continued on into that hotel room recording. And if you're looking for an orderly recap of our night, this is not going to be it. <laughs> but what it is, is organic. It's a true look inside our minds, like just an hour post-party. You're definitely about to hear how it sounds when the three of us have an unscripted conversation. So be ready. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and keep in mind, you guys, the three of us had not really talked to each other all night. And we wouldn't allow ourselves to talk about any of it in the car ride back to the hotel even. So what you're about to hear is honestly our very first excited conversation about how nusso this all was. So please excuse the audio quality, the jumbled stories, the loud talking over each other, and enjoy all the details of our unforgettable night, at least the ones that we remembered. <laughs> So here we are. We are what? It is an hour after this event 10, ended. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I just walked out of a different reality. 
Like, I feel like my head is swimming. I feel Definitely. like almost like what the F just happened tonight. <laughs> Was that real? Yeah. I mean, I totally agree with you. And I'm still going to need time after we sit here and do this recording to just like lay in bed and go. I have met oh, Jimmy McNichol. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> listeners, society members, I have Jimmy's cell phone number and email address in my contacts. How he, that, he put it in there. How did that happen, though? Oh, my God. Walk us well, through this. I, I, was said, talking, I think I was flirting with Greg, yeah. <laughs> which might have been 80% of my night, but just oh, whatever. continue. Um, I believe I said, oh, we'd love to have you on the podcast. And he's like, oh, I'd love to come on whenever. And I, then I said something like, oh, how do, you know, how, do we get, how do we reach you? How do we get a hold of you? And he said, well, give me your phone or something to that effect. And so I, did, I was like nervous, like, how do I get to contact? Her, her fingers were shaking. She was like, oh, God, I'll get it. Yeah, so oh, I brought up contacts. He puts Jimmy McNichol in this thing. First, he has his email address. Yeah. And I was like, okay, thank and then he goes up to no, stop phone it. Yes. yes. And, so, and she, and while he's doing this, he's like tapping, tapping, tapping. And Carolyn grab. grabs, she grabs my arm. And I'm like, oh, what? I thought I had done something wrong. Wait, 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 I'm sorry. Do? I was a little so, bit like legit in your phone right now, in your yeah. contacts. And so you could add a photo of him. It could be a poster from, from Champions of Love Story. Champions of Love Story. Yes. And you could oh actually, God. if you wanted to, if you had a couple glasses of champagne one night, you could tap that, and Jimmy McNichol's cell phone would ring. Tap that. She's going to tap that. <laughs> <laughs> you can, and then you would go tap that. No, but you could punch his number, and his cell phone would ring in yeah. his residence. Yeah. And here's the thing. He would probably answer it and be like, hey, Carolyn. Okay. Well, I don't know if he'd know it was me, because I no. didn't put my number in his phone. But you would if you told him who you were. And yeah, this is would. why. This is a mm-hmm. good segue to this, because... You guys, every single celebrity who was there, and let's just recap, Christy McNichol, Jimmy McNichol, Wesley Ur, Christopher Atkins, Greg Evigan, and Kathy, Kathy Coleman. Coleman was our surprise Holly. 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 Yes, Holly. Mm-hmm. So, Marshall could not have been nicer, one, could not have been more complimentary to us about our podcast and just how much the ones who have been on it couldn't, I mean, I, and I feel like almost, like, I don't know wrong saying this like I feel like we're like we're too inflated but it's true they complimented us and how much they loved talking to us and they loved what we were doing keep it up do what you're doing all of them said they would come back oh yeah we're not annoying anybody which I just assume that when you walk up to a celebrity you're like I'm sorry I must be annoying you right now but no they were like excited sometimes they came over to us they did I mean wow and then can we, just can we go to Christy? Yeah, I was just yeah, like, yeah, can, can we I just, just go say to how, um, So I have been telling um, you guys since probably September or October when we booked this that I can't think about seeing her. And, and I, when I think that, I have been picturing current Christy McNichol. Mm-hmm. I honestly yeah. have. Mm-hmm. But every single time I think about it or I talk to my husband about it or I talk to you guys about it, my eyes well up with tears. Sometimes they spill over. I feel like very emotional. And so I was very nervous. And so we were all there early and, um, you guys told me that you had seen her. I didn't see her. And I was like, okay, I didn't feel as nervous as I thought, but I happened to go back into like what we're calling like the green room, right. um, you know, with Greg again, <laughs> as you do, um, because I had, um, something I needed him to sign for, um, a friend of ours. And, he was lovely. We chatted yeah, for lovely. a long time. Um, and when I say that I was flirting with him, I'm just really kidding. I really was But we but, were. But can we I just totally also were. say that 
Greg, Evigan, and I 100% have a connection. Like, <laughs> well, no, we have like a good rapport. So um, anyway, I then finish with Greg and I turn around and I see Christy McNichol sitting at a table signing photos. Mm-hmm. And I just like turned back around and I'm like, holy crap. But you guys, I was really calm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But then I turned back around and she's standing up facing me with no one around her by herself and so what do you do in that situation you walk to her with your hand outstretched and say oh my gosh christine manicle hello my name is michelle that's right and listeners we all have our pcps t-shirts on um and i'm if you've seen pictures you know that but we'll be posting pictures again um and before i could even really explain the podcast she said, I know, you and Kristen. Sorry, Carolyn, but we did. she does know who Carolyn is. She said, yes, I've listened to you. You guys are hilarious. You are so oh good. God, I love your podcast. And I said, wait, what? What? I was like, you listened to it. And she said, I've li- I said, did you listen to the episode on our OG girl crush, Christine McNichol? And she said, yes, Patty gave it to me. Patty, everyone is her manager. We have sent that episode to Patty about a year mm-hmm, ago. Mm-hmm. She said, yes, yes, I love it. It's so great. You guys are phenomenal. You're so funny, and you're just great at what you do. And you guys, she hugged me. Yeah, and, but and held on. She for really a long is a time. good hugger. She, she held on. Yeah. And then when I came in the room, here's how I meet oh, yes, Christine so McNichol for the first time. I see her and I walk up to her and she goes, It's Kristen. <laughs> right. I was like, wait, what? Because I, you walked in and I said, Here it comes. Yes. And she's like, Yes, it's Kristen, Kristen. And Michelle, and you do that. And I don't know what it was. She, it's something. I think she's magical. I mm-hmm. think she might have some unicorn yeah. blood in her. To I be think honest, she might because be a you guys, magic. I was right away at ease. I wasn't yeah. nervous. I wasn't. And then I, we started talking about Battle of the. Oh, you well, yes. came in. Well, and then it got even more exciting, in my opinion. So yes, we. I fell on the floor when she said she knew the podcast and had listened, and literally, I did fall on the floor. <laughs> you actually, she actually did everyone. She became as Carolyn likes to do. She became boneless. She was. Boneless. I just couldn't believe what was happening. Um, and then Greg just kind of. I think he just kind of came into the conversation. He yeah. did because you guys. One of the most surreal moments in my life is when I realized Greg. Of course, because he was still tagging along with me yeah. as Greg Evigan does. I all of a sudden realized. What is my life when I say, oh my gosh, Christy, do you know Greg Evigan? <laughs> do you know BJ and the Bear? I'm introducing Christy McNichol and Greg Evigan tonight. And guys. they immediately start talking about the tug of war and the battle of the That Network was my stars. favorite part. And yes. they, like, he said, and we beat you. And she remembered that, like, episode or that. They were whatever. reminiscing. Yes. And then it got even better. They wanted to, like, call it up on the, uh, Greg wants to call up the thing on YouTube so they can watch the tug of war together and we don't have good Wi-Fi in this green room so we like go out into this other area so that they can call this up oh my gosh it was like crazy as we go out there well let's back up just a tiny bit because in this battle of the network stars um, conversation which in my mind um, lasted 20 minutes but it was probably just super quick but we say oh my gosh we we loved Battle of the Network Stars. We did a whole episode, whatever. And we say, you know, something about that hotly debated obstacle record, obstacle course race with you and Melissa Gilbert. And, you know, we're not sure, Christy. Like, did you? And she immediately goes, Melissa won. <laughs> and we, oh, by this point, too, she's already agreed to come on our podcast somehow. Yeah. She's like, I love your podcast. And I think I kind of joke. And they're like, well, you have an open invitation to come on anytime. And she's saying, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Like. And so 
And the backstory on the obstacle course is that Christy kicks ass at the obstacle course, but when she competed against Melissa Gilbert, there's some controversy about whether or not Christy tapped the last bar, but Christy won the race and everyone's like, unfair, unfair. And so here we have her saying, Melissa won. And then she goes, it was trick photography. Yes. And so then because she is, or has already said, I'll come on the podcast. One of us, I don't even know. You guys really seriously, how did this all happen? We don't know. Our minds are swimming, but let's just say one of us says something like, oh, we have to talk about that when you're on the podcast. And she points at my phone and she goes, get it now. Record get it, it now. Record it now. Yeah, let's do so it. Let's I do it. voice record and Kristen poses the question and she looks at me and she goes, is this like, is this recording? Like she yeah. wants to give us the right answer. Yeah. Our entire community is very invested in this one competition from the Battle of the Network Stars oh. in which Melissa Gilbert and Christy McNichol were vying for the title. And there's a lot obstacle of- Obstacle course. Um, yeah, it was the obstacle course. And there's a lot of controversy yeah. about you missing a missing run, the, tapping yes, a run. Yes, absolutely. Cool. One who well, won the know, obstacle course. There was some trick photography, and <laughs> Melissa actually won. <gasps> And I just thought, okay, all right, I'll be good because I missed the bar. So then, on the way out, I say something like, "I don't know. I think I'm grasping the opportunity to just like maybe say, you know, just like thank you so much for all the memories." And I said, you know, like in our episode, we say. We don't know what it was about Krista McNichol. Did we want to be her or did we want to be best friends with her? And you guys, she grabbed my arm and my hand. So like a grandma would do. <laughs> grabbed With one hand, she grabs my arm. And the other hand, she grabs both of my hands and hers. And she says, best friends. We're, we're best friends. Oh, God. Oh what my in my life? When I say, we don't know if we wanted to be best friends with you or if we wanted to be you. I want to be best friends. Oh, God. <laughs> Our dream is coming true right now. So Oh, I listened to both of you guys before this day today. You did. And I thought, I got to meet Michelle and Kristen because... And Carolyn. And she's on the I'm like, they're amazing. The way they know everything about what happened and what's going on. Yeah, we go down the road. And I thought, these guys are going to be fun. Buddy, you're best friends with I know with Buddy Lawrence. I know. And then, I mean, we can't, let's, since we're talking Christy, let's stay on the topic of Christy because listeners, as most of you know, we were, we sat at her table. Mm -hmm. She couldn't have been more lovely to every person at the table. Answered anything we threw at her. And yeah. Yeah. Shockingly, the three of us threw a lot at her. Yeah. We wanted to get all the info about the carp from the carpenters to little darlings to empty nest to, oh my gosh, what else did we talk? Oh, a lot about family. Mm Mm-hmm. Donny Osmond. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, it was so she cute. She started out with... I'm sorry. Go ahead, Carol. No. You, I mean, it was just... She told us that her... The origin story of her crush on Donny Osmond and how it happened. And it was the cutest thing. Because if you remember, when she's Buddy Lawrence in Family, her bedroom is plastered with Donny Osmond posters. Mm-hmm. And I think it was maybe Michelle that asked, was that part was- of the... It was Beth, our our great oh, follower, Beth. Our, yes. new, our new great yes. friend, and our um, longtime PC PIF supporter, Patreon supporter, Beth was there with us, sitting at the table with us. Right, and she's from West Virginia. Um, we just met her, now. Yeah, like but now we're like great friends. It, this was her question because she's yes. a huge, huge, huge family and Christy McNichol fan. Right, and so she asked, "Was this crush that Buddy had on Donny Osmond written, you know, in the script to be that way, or did they write it in because you, Christy McNichol, loved Donny Osmond? And she and Christy said it was because I loved Donny Osmond mm-hmm. that they wrote that in, and she talked about 
wearing her purple socks. I mean, she was a legit Donny Osmond yeah, fan. She was in love. Well, when Marky Lennon, who it was the musical guest, and man, that guy has a beautiful yeah, voice. Mm-hmm. You guys look him up. He um, had a band in the 80s, but he's also, um, he is a son of one of the Lennon sisters, worked with Cher. Cousin. Cousin. Oh, cousin. Yeah. But he um, was with Cher. He just recorded like Wednesday with Ringo Starr. Anyway, he did a little set of like five songs. Um, I think one original and everything else kind mm-hmm. of throwbacks. Oh, you guys, he's saying, don't, don't give up on us, baby. And we, of course, us being us, <laughs> all took our phones out, turned the flashlights on, and waved them. But he sang Puppy Love, and Christy sang, so. she also sang Don't Give Up on Us. Oh. And I mean, just belted it. Yeah. And Puppy Love knew every word, loved it. So I said to her, I said, we just went and saw Donnie last month. She was like, you did? How was he? Oh my God, was he fantastic? I really just feel, um, when she would be wandering around, like at the cocktail hour, and I would, since we had had this kind of moment, the three of mm-hmm. us with her before the event started. Mm-hmm. Anytime she'd see me, you guys, she did that thing like a grandma does where she would grab one of my hands and just hold on tight to my hands. And she would literally just say the most lovely words to me about our podcast and about me personally and about the event and about I just thought she was um, I I just really, really like love her. She just could not have been kinder and um, more gracious, I feel like, to everybody there. Oh, yeah. Totally. I, I love and I, I really it. loved um, the relationship she has with her brother. I mean, mm, they just looking like just adoringly at him, and when he got there, I mean, just walking in, she patted him on the butt. <laughs> they so were so cute. you know happy to see they him. Would, like cuddle up on each other. Yes. It was really Did you really really notice cute. this Adorable. when she got her plate of food. When she sat it down, she looked back at Jimmy's table. And in my mind, I'm totally making this up, you guys, but we're going with it because we had already seen this relationship mm-hmm. with them. I feel like it was almost like, I got to make sure Jimmy got his food. Like, did Jimmy yeah. get his food? Did mm-hmm. he already go? Get, did he go? Because otherwise, like, I'm going to go tell him, Jimmy, go get your dinner. You know, well, it was just very, And very how cute. about when she went up to get something and she asked all of us if we needed anything? Does anybody need yeah. anything? Does anybody, anybody get you anything? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Luke you guys. Yes. and Jen and... Can I get you anything? Oh, my gosh. So, she did so, it several times. Yes. Yeah. Listeners, she's everything you... For me, at least, I'm not going to speak for you guys, and you guys can say afterward. She was everything I hoped she would be. Can we talk about my favorite part of the evening? Yes. It was a very small moment, and it will I'll remember it forever. We had the job of introducing all of the celebrities, which was an awful lot of fun. And we kind of riffed on it a little bit. And so it sounded very much like our podcast. And so, of course, Carolyn gets the job of introducing her first boyfriend, her practice boyfriend, James Vincent McNichol. And so she just lets it, I mean, I can't even remember what you said, but it was so funny. And I look over at Jimmy and he is laughing and he's got, he's holding his face in his hands and he's just laughing. He's so embarrassed. He can just hardly stand it. The special guest of the evening was Kathy Coleman, who played Holly on, um, on Land of the Lost, which is super exciting, and it's really fun and funny, right? And she looks exactly the same. She has the same hair, for God's sake, and she's really adorable. I wanted to braid it. And I, I wanted the braids so badly. She needs to walk around in the, in the braids. And I've been in her presence for 15 to 20 minutes, yeah. and all of a sudden, when she's standing there 
in the line taking photos with people, I got manloaded super hard and I became 10 years old and I started to cry. Yes. And I was like, oh my God, it's Holly. And we, no, but, but you started to cry and we had all held our shit together yeah. so well. Yeah. And we look at you and we're like, what, what's wrong? And she's like, it's Holly. And we almost were like, oh honey, like, yeah, we, we've been talking to her. Yeah, you've been, you've been talking to her, Kristen. Oh. You have actually spoken to her. Like I had to go wrangle Kathy out from a smoke break. She was, she was yes. AWOL from when they needed her. And I'm like, I'll go get her. I'll go get Holly. So even in the midst of having been in her presence, it just hit me all of a sudden and I started to cry. And I, I don't know, I maybe cried for a minute or something. But I was like, Kristen, get your shit together. <laughs> yeah. What is was wrong cute. with you? It was very cute. One thing I think is really important that's of note is that the entire time we were there, our any of our conversations with any of these people were very just normal. Like yeah, the really three were. of us are mm-hmm. really like, I think because of maybe just the podcast and, and having talked to these people, it's very weird because it's very like these people are not those people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if to say that. Like we're having fun with Christopher Atkins. I mean, you guys, for God's sakes, at one point, Carolyn's got the mic out um, asking, getting questions from the audience. And Jimmy might do an answer. And Carolyn's like on the mic, like almost like giving Jimmy shit. Like <laughs> there's, banter. Actually, there's, there's banter. There's banter. I was like, yeah, look, look at Carolyn, like riffing with Jimmy McNichol. Yeah. Like, like, and she's just like so confident doing it. And I think what that is, is it's like, it's almost like Christopher Atkins was not that Christopher Atkins, Christy McNichol was not Buddy and not mm-hmm. Angel. I don't yeah. know what it is. I can't describe it. But we are going to check for bruises on my arm tomorrow. Or was it this arm? What? When Carolyn grabbed me. Oh, I, was it really that hard? It was so hard. Oh, it was so hard. I'm, I'm like, so ah, sorry. And I really thought I'd done something wrong. And she's just like, she's pointing to her phone. I just had, so, had to have someone else witness it with me. I'm sorry. I was. It was just, all of the adrenaline. <laughs> oh, for sure. So but I just feel like it was like, you know, like I just called my husband to tell him. I'm like, I don't know. This was surreal. It was like we were in a different reality. Yeah. But at the same time, part of me honestly just wants to go, it was great. It was fun. It was like yeah. a party. It was, right. I'm not honestly feeling like what, we keep saying what just happened because I feel like I'm trying to make myself feel that way. I just feel like I had great conversation with friends. It's almost just like it was normal. Mm-hmm. And Is I want to say, think? let's just pat ourselves on the back. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners, we were kind of funny. Like yeah. we were, we were good at our jobs. Okay, like yeah, we had microphones and we people laughed, mm-hmm. and I was quite impressed with us. Truly, I have. Um, and then video. I got to be Oprah. I got to go like out as people were asking questions and give them a mic, and, and then have your witty banter with yeah. your first boyfriend. I mean, it was yeah. all very yeah. kind of natural. I liked us. Yeah, I did too. We were funny. We, we thought were, we did. We a were great part job. of the entertainment. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go. We were so the far. entertainment. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, Marky was good. Marky but was I, good. But aren't you guys like? I mean, are you leaving going like? Like, are you like in astonishment right now? Like, oh my God, which like, I'm not, I feel like I'm making myself be because I yeah. feel like they were all just yeah, it was a, people that it was we a day just, on the job it's, to. It's the, it's the, what you're trying to describe is the moment where I'm walking out arm in arm with Christopher Atkins and, and we're, we're just laughing. chatting and, and we're, we're laughing. just laughing. Yeah. And I'm like, it's like, he's my neighbor. It's the moment when yeah. Greg Evigan like hugs me at the end. He's like, okay, we'll keep in touch and you know, blah, blah, blah. And what you guys were doing is so great. Keep it up. I know what it was is I never once tonight felt starstruck. Never once. No, I didn't either. You're right. I did. Ex- oh, well, no, I did. No, it's not starstruck. I did you were get starstruck. I was man alone That's with different. Holly. That's different. It's not the same as starstruck. Right. Because it was a moment where my 10-year-old self, like, rose out of my body and smacked me in the face. And that's right. where I was like, oh, Holly. 
So in the middle of our table, we have this flower arrangement and there's this really cute picture of Christy McNichol, just one that you guys have all seen a million times, probably from about what, it's like 77, Mm -hmm. 78, maybe 78. And as she's talking and I'm looking at her, but just having a conversation with her, I sometimes would have to look at that picture and self-talk and go, Michelle, you're like, like you need to freak out more. I almost couldn't marry those two people, Mm -hmm. but yet this person who I'm talking to is telling me about... I told her how we just watched Little Darlings again recently, and it hit so differently as adult women and as mothers. It wasn't just that little movie of, oh my God, who's going to lose their virginity first? And she was eating and she was laughing. And I said, it's really, really deep. And I said, and I just want to say to you that like, you were phenomenal. Those were some hard scenes in the boathouse. And she said, oh, you can't even imagine how hard they were to film. So- I'm having a conversation with this person and we're talking about little darlings, but this is the person. Yeah. Right. But I almost couldn't. It's very surreal. I think this is what it's going to be like now. I mean, we we are, we're in now. We are. We're We're the Oprah, Mary Hart. And, um, who was the other? Baba Wawa. Yeah. And Barbara, Baba Wawa. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's the job. It's the job. And we're good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's pat ourselves on the back Mm -hmm. for sure. We made our mark there in numerous ways. Yeah. With the individuals, with the audience, with the listeners, with the celebrities. We made our mark. I just loved it. And I loved meeting listeners and having them just share. Listeners. Um, Oh my gosh, we met so many. Yes. That was so fun. And like I just felt like they all said such lovely things, too. and It really did make me think, you guys, we do have to have our own event with our listeners. Because that was so gratifying. And it was so nice to have Agreed. the opportunity to um, not just sit there and take their compliments, but to actually see them. To st- and when I say see them, I mean, like, this is the whole reason we exist. We see you. Jimmy McNichol before because I've always been very anti-bad boy and I like the good boy. That's why I'm a Sean Cassidy fan with golden retriever hair and he's, you know, he's a good citizen by solving all those mysteries. And he definitely is the bad boy. And I was like, oh. He was not the bad boy. No, but what I'm saying is right now, in this moment, I wanted that bad boy. (gasps) Oh, Oh, did you? I was like, hey. (laughs) Hey, look at your greasy hair. Yeah. His hair was not greasy. It was beautiful. It was like surfer was, hair, you guys. It was total yeah. surfer total hair. Total surfer Long, hair. tucked behind his, tucked like, behind his ear. Tucked behind his ear. Very bleachy, like he's been in the He's sun. very Durango, Colorado. Very, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was digging it. Yeah. Even though he was clearly a bad boy. Yeah. I don't think, you guys, his answers and all the Q&A, I honestly don't know that he's, like, total bad boy like he just was like so respectful and he had such great yeah, stories I, and he was so nice and he I think he's so high and he told Kristen <laughs> yeah there's that Cal- um, uh, Colorado that he is, did make, yeah. is doing a documentary that sounded like if it's legit that's yes. gonna be very oh, it's called like I forget what he calls it on the thing like generations or whatever because he's talked about it on their Facebook page but taking like famous families like mm-hmm. it made it sound like the Fondas the Barrymore's uh, who else did Houston's? he say? Houston's? Like oh, Angelica yeah, Angelica Houston. 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 Um, 
he had like five or six families. Yeah. I don't know if he would all these really long-standing like, acting yeah, families, acting families, mm-hmm. and this documentary about like their gotcha. whatever their mm-hmm. impact and all of that. So um, that's what he would maybe even come on and talk about. You know, when he comes on, and mm-hmm. you guys, it was just. A night to remember. <laughs> oh my goodness! An nite to remember. No, it was night of dreams. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that was, was like a night of dreams. Like some, like old movie. Yes, like an old movie. Deborah Carr. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Let's just know. say I feel like. I'm so tired. It was a I'm long so day. Tired. I'm yes, so I am tired. Exhausted. I oh just, God. I've got to process. I don't want to, though, just, I mean, I do want to go to sleep, but it's almost like I don't know how best this was great, but like, do I, do I write about it? I'm too tired to write about it in my journal, but like, do I try to type tonight, like fast, or do I just wait till tomorrow and sleep on it? Am I going to forget anything? I don't want to just now, okay, go take a bath, get on a plane tomorrow and go home and be on with, go on to the next thing. It's I weird. want to. I want to like savor this mm-hmm. for the next few days, this and I like don't know how best to your do wedding. It. We don't really know what. Yeah, you're it's like, exactly. What? It's okay, exactly. So I'm married. But- As you just heard, it was a lot. The whole night was a lot. And we're still processing it almost two weeks later. We're kind of staring at each other now, like for shell shock. in the headlights. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost too much. So many details are still appearing to me, you guys. Some that we forgot to talk about, but oh man, I will never, ever forget Carolyn snapping her fingers at Jimmy, <laughs> James Vincent McNichol. While he was talking to Greg, so Marky was asking him a question, and Carolyn has the mic, and she's going, Jimmy, pay attention, Jimmy. <laughs> like, she was his teacher. It is one of the highlights of the night for me, for sure, that we wanted you all to see. So, guess what? We're going to put that little video clip on our YouTube channel, um, and the photos should be up on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter pages by now, so check those out. And I yeah. just, before we end, I just need to get this out there. I just need to reiterate because I'm not sure that everybody in the world knows it yet, but everyone needs to know. I walked out of that party arm in arm with Christopher Atkins like he was my boyfriend. And I'm just going to tell you right now, my husband doesn't think that's a funny story. I think it was an amazing <laughs> like story. a moment. Yes. It was totally a moment. <laughs> yeah. It He's like, so, I don't know why that's interesting. I'm like, shut up, Mike. It was so casual. It was so like... Normal. I mean, that's what was so weird about the whole night in mm-hmm. a way is that our conversations, our walking to the car, it was just like, oh, we just got off work and we're all walking to our cars mm-hmm. in the parking right. lot and saying bye and catch you later. And catch you later, Christopher. Yeah, catch you later. Well, he like waved over his head, like, bye, ladies, yeah. keep in touch. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. do you guys remember though, um, before we walked Chris, before we walked Chris out to yes, his Chris, car, our friend Chris. we were mm-hmm. walking out sort of ahead of him and he goes, well, there's the three musketeers. And Carolyn uh-huh. turned around and said, we prefer Charlie's Angels or something. But like, he has, you guys, he has like a nickname for us. <laughs> it's like we're talking after biology class or something. Right. He has a nickname for I us. Know. But it was just so normal. One of the um, most difficult parts for me to articulate is just how normal so much of it was. In terms mm-hmm. of our conversations and the way the banter and just like we explained walking out to the car, 
And yet it was exciting, but it was so normal. I don't have a word for what this was, but um, it's still so surreal. But yet it was like another day at the office kind of a thing. We're going to so, come um, up with a word for it. That's going to be a new word in our oh, lexicon because that's it. exactly what it was. And I will... I'm sorry to keep talking about this, but clearly it impacted no, me. Let's, let's As we're it. walking through the parking lot, arm in arm, he has his arm draped over my shoulders and my arm is around his waist. And it was that moment, Carolyn, where it's so normal. And yet I'm going, okay, my arm is around Christopher Atkins's waist. Okay, his hand is on my shoulder. Like I'm saying the words yeah. in my head and yet it all feels so normal. <laughs> it, it did. Yeah. Have you guys gotten to that point yet? And this is... I, I sometimes think that this is just me, but I've I've learned as an adult that this is about 90% of the population. If you are in the 10%, God bless you. I don't know who you are. But where you start to go back and think of every little thing you said, and then uh-huh. you start to analyze it. And I'm at that point. One of my biggest hopes for this night was that I wouldn't regret a lot of what I said. And I'm already, I'm now enough removed from it that I'm going back and I'm starting to. And I hate that because oh, I, oh, during no, the no, night, no, no. I felt great. I felt like I wasn't being too much and I felt like it was fine. But now I'm going back and going, oh, Michelle, why did, yeah, stupid, you know, like, and high school you know, again, high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think we all do that. We all overanalyze. Did I, did I say too much? Did I, oh, why did I ask that question? Every time I do that, I kind of try to turn that light switch off and say, Michelle, just when you left that night, you felt great. And, and just so go, just with, go it. with that. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot going on at Christy's table and she was so forthcoming about things. And we all had something very personal that we wanted to say to her. I'll never forget Beth, who is one of our listeners from, from West Virginia. And I was just observing. I wasn't even listening, but I was observing her having a moment with Christy where you could tell that she was telling her how important she was to her, how important Christy was to Beth. And then Christy puts her arms around Beth. You guys, how long did they hug? 18 minutes. Was it a good, well, it, it felt like an 18 minute <laughs> hug. And I remember observing this and just being so happy for Beth. Like, oh, look what she's getting. They're having a connection. It was so great. We all had something personal that we wanted to say to Christy. And what I was telling her was what a role model she was for me because I didn't like to wear dresses. I didn't like to have ribbons in my hair. I wanted to, I was the only person who wanted to be Kate Jackson. Everyone (laughs) wanted to be Jacqueline Smith or Farrah and I wanted to be Kate Jackson. And Christy was the only person I could look to who kind of had a look that I felt comfortable with. And I mentioned something about, and I said, it's not, um, you know, it's not, I'm not even going to say that. Um, I didn't want to use the word tomboy. We weren't talking about sexual orientation. It was just that I wasn't comfortable in the clothes that my mother was dressing me in. And she pointed a finger at me and she said, I know. And then she said, I think we all have a boy part and a girl part. And we're not always given permission to let both parts of ourselves be seen. We're forced to be either a girl part or a boy part. And it's not fair. And you could tell she took her role in the culture seriously. She Mm -hmm. knew that she was the only girl out there giving us that picture. My goodness, that was long-winded. I'm sorry. No, because it's so (laughs) profound. It really is. Because if you think about Buddy Lawrence, that's what that character embodied for all of us. So Kristen, to kind of piggyback on what you were just saying, I had posted... On Instagram, the day of the dinner, uh, a photo of Christy and Jimmy. And one of our listeners, um, our loyal listeners, Connie, um, wrote this comment. It said, so stoked that y'all are getting to have this experience. I'm a little jealous too, I must say. Christy as Buddy was the first time I ever saw myself on TV when I was a kid. 
I identified with her instantly. So let her know, please, for me, that she helped this little tomboy future lesbian from small town Kentucky feel a little less like an outsider. And I've carried that feeling of confidence and not being alone with me my whole life. I hope you have a great time. And I replied, oh, Connie, hugs to you. Like, I just wanted to hug Connie so tightly Mm -hmm. then. Um, That was so... That was just such an open and honest comment. And I did. I shared it. I, I leaned over mm-hmm. and I re- I took my phone out and I read this after, Kristen, after you and, and Christy mm-hmm. had that little conversation, I read Connie's comment to Christy. And you guys, the look in her eyes, you know, she's heard people say things um, similar to this to her for decades, but it was like she hears it for the first time. It was really profound to her. Yeah. And she her eyes got me, very glassy and very teary when she heard that. Yep. She was very moved and and then reiterated, yes, this is the boy girl, the boy part, the girl part that mm-hmm. you're not really maybe allowed to have both. Um yeah. and it was a really special moment, I thought. And I know Connie was um grateful. Um, and that meant a lot to her that we were able to share that yeah. with Christy because obviously she was a hugely important role model in her life, more yeah. so than I would say than she was for the three of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was it was a gift just listening to you share that with her and watching her reaction. Just being a part of that um, experience was um, was very powerful to me, and I'm glad that um, that Connie shared her message um, with us so that we could pass it along to Christy because. Mm-hmm. You guys, we got so many nice messages and emails and um, comments in our posts for people that um, were so excited for us. And that felt so exciting for me. Or they trusted us with maybe sending a message along. Yeah. Um, or they were so excited to see how excited I was going to be to see my <laughs> then my 12-year-old self's future husband. Um, yes. And James you know, Carolyn, you had so much support behind you from our listeners and our loyal yeah, followers. I think that that might be why you were so calm. Everybody was everybody was behind you on that, I, I think. I felt all that energy. Though <laughs> everybody was sending us those calm, cool, collected vibes because trust me, I really felt going into this that I was going to need it. Like I thought I was going to have foot and mouth disease the whole time and, I'd- you know, constantly say dumb things. But it it's just a testament to the to these celebrities too, because they made themselves so accessible. They were so easy to talk to. I mean, there were times they like came up to us instead of like us going over to mm-hmm. seek them out and talk to them. They kind of inserted themselves into a conversation, and that just made it seem like oh, just any old dinner party you might be mm-hmm. having with you know, <laughs> former teenage celebrities. It was it was, and a I real think gift. that's how I've described it to my family. Um, it just it was just fun. It was just a fun mm-hmm. night. Yeah. It was just fun. Like it wasn't stressful. I didn't need to take my heart pills to calm my heart down. <laughs> it was just fun the whole time. And mm-hmm. again, we just loved meeting the listeners we had there. We had some new listeners. We had old listeners. We had new listeners that had just discovered our podcast over the past couple of weeks. And now we even have new new listeners from the night that might be listening to this. So we just had a blast with all of you. And it was just a night I think that well, well none of us will ever forget. No. Hopefully there'll be more. Shout out to Yolanda. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So many. I yeah. Just, I want to share um, with our listeners, and I'm hoping that they've maybe been able to see some of the videos from that evening, because 
you guys, I rock with two of the best co-stars and people on the planet. They were so good live with the mic in their hand. Okay. I mean, Kristen, when she gets up to the podium, she didn't just go up there. She gets that mic like out of the little holder that it's in. (laughs) You couldn't see her behind the podium if she would have stood there. You can't see me. (laughs) But even if she was taller, I think she still would have done that. And it was just this assertive, like, I'm not hiding behind this. And then she's kind of like sauntering across the, I call it a stage, but just up in front where we were. Was I really? I was sauntering. I don't. Well, I noticed that as much as Michelle. Michelle really sauntered. I was walking back and forth when I've been watching the video. I was like, "Why? Why did I think I was like on Bob Barker?" Yes, I don't know. (laughs) That's one of the things too. It's like I couldn't watch the videos. Oh, I I was was very like what, and I'm like kicking my foot up. Yeah, like like, this is what I'm here for. Yeah, this is what I was born with. This mic in my hand, y'all. Yeah, Yeah. the moves and yeah, I just thought it was great. So I just wanted to um to pass that along to our listeners to please catch some of those videos we have posted because you'll wonder why we don't have our own live TV talk show because these women <laughs> oh. are so good with a um, a camera and mic in live. So Okay, you're totally <laughs> underselling yourself, Carolyn. Your introduction right. of James Vincent McNichol was probably one of my most famous minutes of the night. It was, you were so heartfelt and you, you believed every word that you were saying. And when she said, welcome to, we all gathered around the microphone and all together went James Vincent McNichol. And it was so great. And he puts his, he just buried his face in his hands. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, it was fun. It did make us think, listeners. It did make us think that one day in the future. I mean, Lord knows we have we have so much going on, but maybe one day in the future, it would be so fun to do our own, like, um, just a just a a fun event with our listeners. Um, I oh, mean, I think celebrities so. or not. Stay tuned, we just think everybody. It would be so Stay fun tuned. to just mm-hmm. do a whole fun weekend where we just all like I don't know, watch little darlings together and eat, you know, ding-dongs. Well, you know and- what? I'm, I'm just realizing now as we're talking about this, um, with the podcast, we don't get any immediate reaction. I mean, we get people that, you know, send us messages, oh, mm-hmm. I was laughing on my walk today, or you made me cry or whatever. But we were getting real-time laughs. Yeah. You guys, there's some power in that. Like, I can yeah. see where those stand-up comics and stuff like what they do. There was a little dopamine rush when you thought you were being funny, and then other people thought you were funny, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when That's I was true. watching some of the video That's back, true. I was like, "Oh, I even messed up um, the one the one funny line, not one funny, but the my Christopher Atkins introduction. I totally blew it. Didn't know it at the time because everybody laughed. So it was like oh. <laughs> they laughed anyway. <laughs> they laughed. Anyway. They understood the spirit saying. of it, and so they laughed anyway. I guess." Yeah. Oh, thank you so much to everyone for all of the support and for all of the message that you sent us. And thank you for listening to our crazy recap of a night we'll never forget. And so, in the meantime, let's raise our glasses for a toast, courtesy of the cast of Three's Company. To good times. To happy days. To Little House on the Prairie. Cheers. Cheers. The information, opinions, and comments expressed on the Pop Culture Preservation Society podcast belong solely to Carolyn, the Crushologist, and Hello Newman, and are in no way representative of our employers or affiliates. And though we truly believe we are always right, there is always a first time. The PCPS is written, produced, and recorded in Minneapolis, Minnesota, home of the fictional WJM Studios and our beloved Mary Richards. Nanu Nanu, keep on trucking, and may the force be with you.